After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Well, good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. It is a pleasure and honor indeed to be with you this morning. Uh, this is morning report number 38. Seven? I don't know. <laughs> One of them. 38, I believe. I think I wrote down 38. And no, like I, I told you yesterday, I, I, I didn't have time to go back and check and count them. But I better do that before the list gets too big. You know, I, I, I don't have to count 316 of them. And go, oh crap, it's 318. Uh, in any case, so thank you ever so much for all your support and um, you continuing to join us here um, as many days as we can do this. Like, like I said, this is, this is not <clears throat> something that is um, being put together by a, you know, a multi, you know, a, a media company or a, or a large corporation. This is a, a project of patriotism by two guys, um, Paul Swanson on the Swanson Report, and that's Swanson, S-W-A-N-S-E-N, uh, E-N because it's Swedish, and myself. My name is Willie Lawson of Fightback Media. Uh, this is <clears throat> something, a, a, a project of patriotism put forth by the two of us. And because there are so many stories, there are so many things that, well, you're just not going to find out what the real deal is. And I think so many stories are put out in mainstream media to, first of all, discourage conservatives, to discourage you. 
and there are lots of discouraged conservatives. There, there really are. That's that, that, that's 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 the downside. A lot of people b- believe that oh, there's nothing we can do, and we're we're outmanned, we're outgunned, and that's just not the truth. That now we are in a battle. <clears throat> Let there be no doubt. We are in a battle, but we are not outmanned or outgunned or outgod. Uh, but so we try to present that a little bit for you, give you a little nugget, give you a little something to hop onto each day to um to, to fortify your day. And that's what we're trying to do. And that's basically all that's basically what we're trying to do. Uh we're gonna cover three stories. I'm gonna cover three stories today. Uh, the first one is Project Veritas um discovered uh there was a hot mic, uh Amy Amy Ward Chorchuk or whatever her name is from um ABC um, talking about uh, how ABC News had the goods and had the story and had everything on Jeffrey Epstein, but basically because they didn't want to lose, a- I mean, they didn't want to lose access to some, you know, to like the Queen. Um, they didn't run the story because a lot of the, I mean, there were some royals that were that had been to the island, um, a pedophilia. And there were some other powerful people. Alan Dershowitz was one of them, who had been to the um, the island. They didn't want to lose access to some of those people. Uh, Ro- Robach is her name, Amy Robach, uh, <clears throat> who was a former Clinton advisor. <clears throat> uh, and there's Clinton, you know, advisor George Stephanopoulos, who was also there. So of course, you know, we we know that Bill Clinton had been to the island. I've I been on the planes a number of times, so. Uh, AC is just the, the monkey side. They just want to run with that story because, well, I'll tell you why. I'll I'll, I'll tell you what their excuse was. Now, the, the real is that they didn't want to lose access and they were afraid. But I'll tell you why they said. Hmm. So we'll talk about that for a little bit. We'll talk about this horrific story in a New York subway. I know. Is there ever a good story on a New York subway? Hardly ever. Um, which is why I always wonder what the hell the fashion is with New York. New York's success pulls a dump, and the story proves it. Uh, this this six one transgender decides that he that, that it is within his purview of rights. And 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 some people are, are describing describing this dude as a she. This guy decides that it's within his right to smash a seventy plus year old man over the head with a stiletto cutting his head open for the horrible crime. I'll tell you when we start talking about it. Hey, wait, what? Oh, but I thought there was, hey, guess what? There's a new poll out. What? I know, I know. You're not going to believe what this one says either, but there's a new poll out. And maybe everything that you, I don't know. We'll talk about that too. In any case, we'll be back with more of uh, Morning Report right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello 
at Blooming Days Flower Shop. Located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com Hey y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be... Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up because there's a lot more to say. And I should know because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back to the uh, Morning Report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson, and uh, we are here in the beautiful Tampa Bay. And it is, I don't know, I, I got up, <laughs> and I walked out here. Um, let's see here, and um, let's check the, uh, let's do our, our due, diligence, due diligence on the weather. How about that? It is 55 in Atlanta. It's 76 degrees here in Tampa Bay right now. At um, it's a quarter to eleven. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's supposed to be. Uh, we're supposed to get a high of eighty-seven degrees right now. So that'll be cool. Uh, the humidity. The the, the 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 humidity is starting to creep all the uh, creep up a little bit. It's at eighty percent. And I know for some of you, you just faint it when I said the humidity is at eighty percent. But that's not bad for us, really. Um, anyway, so. Which means the we should expect some temperatures in the um, mid middies this week. <laughs> it's our fall, yes. And while we're on the um, while we're in the AC drinking pumpkin spice coffee, uh, it's eighty five degrees outside <laughs> because that's how we do it in Florida. Any case, uh, talk a little bit about Jeffrey Epstein. The funniest thing, and sort of in a really dark humor thing that's going on right now is 
I saw a friend of mine posted uh, somebody had gone into a Target store and arranged the Christmas stockings, the lettered Christmas stockings, to read, Epstein did not kill himself. Uh, and, you know, and, and you, you see that, you might start seeing that tagged on, on Twitter posts and, and in, in, on Instagram and TikTok and everywhere, which is kind of, it's sort of just really dark humor. Uh, but it may actually just be truth. Our friends at Project Veritas um, found out recently um, through a hot mic moment that ABC News had um, had information all along that um, of what was going on on Pedophile Island and with Jeffrey Epstein. Um, Amy Robach was venting about an ABC decision to spike uh, a story about Jeffrey Epstein's nefarious activities three years ago. And in a hot mic moment, uh, Amy Robach says this, I had this interview with Epstein's victim, Virginia Roberts, uh, not put it on the air. The palace the British Royal found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. We were afraid that we would not be able to interview Kate and Will. This is why they squashed the story. Everybody in the country has this fascination with New York. New York has this fascination with the Royals. So one of the most prolific what would have gone down the most prolific pedophile of all times. That story was squashed. All the, all the lives that were ruined, that story was squashed because we wanted to make sure that we could, ABC could make sure that, that they had access to Kate and Will because the Royal would have, the Royals might have shut them down. Now, here's the deal. Through a network statement, Amy Robach today, now forget that, that, that we all heard what she said. This is, this, is, this is the most amazing part about mainstream media. This is the most amazing part about any of these people, which is why I hate them, which is why we're doing this, is that they will look at you and say, that's not what I said, even though that's exactly what they said. So now she claims through a network statement because the network now has to do damage control. And they have to do damage control because somebody in their organization had a truthful moment that we found out about. That she was caught, that she was caught, quote, in a private moment, a private moment of frustration over the lack of progress on a story. She says, now, I was upset that an important interview I had conducted with Virginia Roberts didn't air because I couldn't, I could not obtain sufficient cooperating evidence to ABC's editor standards. Okay, so ABC is saying that she couldn't reach um, ABC's sufficient cooperating evidence. What? Because apparently they don't have that same standard. And when I read this, I thought the very same thing. And the and the and the person who wrote this article, this is strangely enough from the National Review, and um, David 
heard of wrote this article um, yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. So, and uh, I thought the very same as I'm reading this article. Um, this is not the same standard they had with Brett Kavanaugh. Everything sure sounds sufficient, corroborating evidence, even even if employing the most scrupulous journalistic standards, a giant news organization would wouldn't need three years to substantiate or dismiss a story with pictures, dates, and a credible witness. Now, apparently, uh, Amy Robach said they had all of that. They had pictures. They had uh, corroborating witnesses. They had, they had dates. They had the whole schmear. They had it all. This is what she says. So I'm not sure what they what they needed. Certainly, we certainly know that ABC didn't need quote everything or anything really, for that matter, when it was running scores of pieces online and on television, highlighting every risable uh, accusation against then Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. They ran every piece of crap that they found near the toilet on Brett Kavanaugh. They didn't need the same standard for him, for sure. But apparently they were these bastions of journalistic integrity when it came to people like Jeffrey Epstein. See, I'm not even, and, 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 the, and the author says, I'm not even talking about the prime accuser, Christine Blasey Ford, whose allegations still haven't been cooperated, but rather some uh, someone like Julie Switnick, all over ABC News at the height of confirmation battles, Nick accused Kavanaugh not only of sexual assault, but of being present at parties where women were drugged and gang raped. And we found that she wasn't even remotely credible. Yet, here is Robach's colleague, former Clinton advisor George Stephanopoulos, meeting ABC's editorial standards by allowing Switnick's shyster lawyer, Michael Avenatti, yeah, we know Michael Avenatti, right? To smear Kavanaugh without offering a shred of substantiating evidence for her claims. So why couldn't Ro Roberts be interviewed? The, the, this, 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 we saw how they behaved Kavanaugh. Uh, so they can do the same thing with the witness against. And now what? Now we're talking about. We're talking about a guy, a billionaire, who has this private island. Who is who that is stocked, for lack of a better term, with 13, 12, 13, 14 year old girls? It's interesting when the media talks about it, the, the young women, but kids, 13, 14, 15 year old girls, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, middle school girls that are groomed. To have sex with old men. That's what we're talking about. And we're talking about not just old men that came down from the shelter. We're talking about old men like Alan Dershowitz, like Bill Clinton, like Prince Andrew, who have visited this place. ABC knew this was going on. But because they wanted to make sure that they they didn't 
hack off the Clintons. They wanted to make sure they didn't hack off the Royals. But you know the story. And what you saw yesterday, well, what we saw yesterday and the day before is that Amy Robach actually said so. And we found out about it. That's what that's what you thought. That's what you thought yesterday. Now, I, where I wonder, what I wonder now is, where is the council, the camp culture? Where are those who who were saying that that somehow we should boycott ABC News, that they should boycott ABC News for what happened in this case? Now, should we? Now, I'm going to just oppose some other things here because Amy Robach said said this. Should we just believe her because she's a woman? Do we just believe her? Do we think that she is being bullied? Do you think she's being threatened by ABC News for speaking her truth? Did she step out of line and get caught saying something that ABC doesn't want everybody to know? Should we protect her? And again, should we just believe her? She is a woman. And why would she lie about such a thing? Those are all the same arguments that were brought up with um, the Kavanaugh accusers, right? Why would they lie about such a thing? Why would men lie about such a thing? Hmm. So we should just believe her, right? No? Yes? Maybe? Hey, y'all. I don't know. That's what's going on. Let's make a little break. We'll be back with more uh, program right after this. And if my feelings start to pressure you, it's alright, I will give you time. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active. Another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. 
And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. And if my feelings start to pressure you, it's alright. I will give you time. Welcome back. Welcome back to the program. We appreciate you um, spending some time with us today. Here on the Morning Report, my name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are doing well this wonderful Wednesday morning. Ah, goodness. It is <laughs> it's crazy times. It's crazy times. It's crazy times. Uh, yesterday, I wanted to make I a bit, bit of housekeeping. I want to make sure you guys knew. I, I went and visited um, our first fish hunter, uh, Bloomy Days Flower Shop here in town and um, spent a, a few minutes talking to the owner uh, Christine Vasconcello who is my personal florist and, uh, and I've got some clips from that interview that I'll be, I'll be playing over the next couple of weeks and it'll, it'll sort of give you an idea of the kind of people that are looking for what we're doing and that are supporting what we're doing here. Uh, Christine's a great person she's a great small business uh, woman and um, is a friend and we're looking for friends we're looking for friends who believe in what we're doing um, so I'll be chopping up that um, that interview and, and sort of giving to giving it to you in little bits and pieces as we go along in the next week or so so if you are interested in helping out what we're doing please just send me an email at WLS 860 at gmail.com I will return your email immediately. I have my phone with me all the time. And my phone, my, my biggest problem with my phone is that it sometimes gets slow because I never turn it off. And we're getting about Christmas time, going to be about Christmas time, and this phone's a year old. Um, this, this phone has spent a lot more time on than off, for sure. Probably way too much time on than off, and it's on right now. So I'll see your email immediately. And get back to you. WLS860 at gmail.com. All right. Um, we appreciate you being here. Uh, this second story here that I want to talk about really, really bothered me. It just really upset me. In New York, which is a place where I don't understand the fascination with it. Frankly, I don't. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you straight up. I'm not a fan. Not a fan, not a fan of the government, not a fan of the taxes, not a fan of uh, the politics, not a fan, just not a fan of the the, te- the the athletic team. I'm just not a fan. And this doesn't help. On a subway train a couple of days ago, there was a, a man who was 79 years old, I think the story goes, uh, who was standing there on a subway train, holding a Bible, humming hymns to himself. However, this 6-1, as it is reported, and I saw in the video, 6-1 transgender dude. Okay, now, people say he's a transgender woman, but he's not, but this, he's not a woman at all. He is this dude dressed up like a chick in heels and stockings and hot pants and whatever that and long red hair was this dude 
just couldn't take it. My wife says is, is, is that the demons inside of this dude were freaking out because this guy, because this old man is singing hymns. So he decided that he would confront this old man. And this old man, according to witnesses, could barely speak above a whisper. So it wasn't like this old man was shaking his Bible at this poor, innocent, transgender woman who was just struggling through her life. It's not what was happening. He's quietly humming to himself on this train. That's it. He thought this this dude thought it was perfectly okay. Well, the demons inside him thought it was perfectly okay to go over and basically confront this old man who could have done this dude no harm at all physically. None. Zero. He didn't confront him. He went over. So he went over and he started yelling at him and eventually took one of his heels off and hit this old man in the head, slicing his head open. I think he got like 20 stitches. The old man in the video you can see is completely dazed by the whole thing. And he reaches up and touches the top of his head and he's bleeding and there's blood all over the blood all over his shirt. And then there's one woman who who is encouraging the old man to sit down after the dude, the attacker, leaves the train. How horrible that is. But this is why I hate New York. Other people on that train, not just the recording, I almost think the person who was recording, because at least we would, at least you know, these things need to be documented. But the people who just sat there, some staring at their phone, some looking away like it wasn't happening. Like it didn't happen. Even when this old man is standing there in that train, in that subway, dazed and bleeding profusely from the head. This 79-year-old man is just standing there, there's blood everywhere on your shirt. No one stood up to protect that old man. No one, no one stood up and pulled him to a seat and said, sit down, sir, to see if they could stop the bleeding or anything. So he was just standing there, wobbling. I love New York. This is the kinder, gentler New York. This is the this is the New York that cares more about sugary about, about large sugary drinks and inclusion. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. Had that happened on a bus here in my city sugar pants would have got a beat down that's all there is that's all that sugar pants would have got a beat down that's all there is to it I'm I'm, I'm just going to tell you he's 6'1 big dude 
30 or 40 people would have whipped his ass. That would not have happened here. It just wouldn't have happened here. Makes me sad. But it's important that we know that these things go on. It's important that we just don't get anesthetized to mainstream media's portrayal of transgender people as victims and they just don't these people and I'm saying it this way on purpose a lot of these people have serious mental issues some of us would say they've got serious demonic issues this is why I hate New York alright um last thing we we have been we've been told that every including a royal ago was leading the president in head to head in the general election. We've been told that and told that and told that and told that because the left is trying to build two things of an you know two illusions of inevitability. The first illusion of an inevitability is that the president is going to be impeached and removed from office. That's the first thing they're trying to build, and we talk about that almost every day here on this program. The second illusion of inevitability, there's no way that he can win, an ele- win a general election against any of the Democrats. That, that President Trump would lose to Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> My friend from California calls him Mayor Pete Buttigieg. That's just gross. Um, and he would lose to Kamala Harris, or he that he would lose to Beto O'Rourke, or that he would lose to um, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, or what? This is the illusion that they're trying to portray. You know how I say sometimes, like with the um, Jeffrey Epstein story. The, the problem is that, that the truth slips out every now and again and they can't control it, especially because they have, because now we've got programs like the Morning Report and we've got organizations like Fight Back Media and we've got um, people like Paul Swanson on the Swanson Report. Google the Swanson Report. Well, don't Google it. Go to DuckDuckGo. Download DuckDuckGo. I've been using a lot of, let me take a, a, a short aside if I might. Uh, I've been using... The, the the browser that I use on my on my laptop right now is Vivaldi. And I use Vivaldi because it doesn't run on the Chrome kernel. And if you're a, a you know if, if you're a nerd head like me, you know what that means. Um, so I don't have the same problem with with privacy as that I might have if I use Chrome. Um, I have found a couple of compatibility compatibility issues, but we've worked those out. And now um, on my phone, which is always on, uh, the browser that I use is DuckDuckGo. The search engine I use is DuckDuckGo. I had sort of not not used it. I wasn't an early adopter of DuckDuckGo, but um, I'm going to sort of get out of my vocabulary, Google it, and say just put it in DuckDuckGo. So go to Paul Swanson, the Swanson Report, and duck, duck, put in DuckDuckGo. And I'll tell you why, because conservative content is, all, is not buried 
on DuckDuckGo like it is in Google. If you don't believe me, you run the test. The same conservative person. Try Google and put in Alfonso Rachel. And then go to DuckDuckGo and put in Alfonso Rachel. And see how the what the bias is. Because there's a bias. Anyway, so this poll came out. This truth, the truth gets out sometimes. This poll came out. Another poll. And this article is from is from Politico. What Politico? What Politico? Written by Caitlin um, Osprico. It was written this morning at five o'clock in the morning. Girls up working. Good job, Caitlin. With less than a year to go before two thousand before the two thousand twenty election, a majority of registered voters say they think it is at least somewhat likely that President Donald Trump will secure a second term in the White House. A new poll has found with more than two-fifths of voters saying the president will will be top of mind when casting their vote next November. According to, to the political uh, slash morning consultant survey released on Wednesday, yesterday, well, this morning, I guess, 56% of voters expect the president to be reelected next year, including 85% of Republicans and 51% of independents. By comparison, more than a third of Democrats, 35%, say the same thing. Which is what is what is motivating people to get to the polls. The poll found that voter enthusiasm for the election remains high, even one year out. More than 8 in 10 voters say they are motivated to turn out and vote in 2020, with 69% of people saying, saying that they are very motivated. Majorities of voters across political spectrums say they are very motivated to vote in the presidential election. That enthusiasm is driven by Democrats and Republicans, roughly three-quarters of voters in each party describing themselves as especially energized. This is something I wanted to leave you with. So don't be don't be down, don't be depressed, don't 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 buy don't buy all the hype. And I'll tell you, Trump is motivating. Democrats too. Now, now they're motivated, but Republicans and conservatives and independents are motivated as well. And that enthusiasm would seem to translate into voting prospects. Ninety-two percent of the respondents say they are likely to turn out and vote in the election next year, including ninety percent of ninety-six percent of Democrats uh, and Republicans, eighty-six percent of independents. President Trump's re-election prospects seem to be energizing voter enthusiasm across the political spectrum, said Tyler Sinclair uh, of Morning Consultants, Vice President. Our data points that our, da- our data points show that Republicans and Democrats are equally inclined to say they are motivated and likely to vote in next year's election. Indeed, about four in ten voters say they will be thinking a lot about Trump while casting their ballots for president next year, including sixty-eight percent of Republicans. Now, here's the deal. And, and 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 I knew this, and the article says so, but Democrats and Republicans both have different potentially motivating sentiments about the election. Democrats are doing everything they can to make sure Trump isn't the president. Republicans need to be doing the same, and conservatives need to be doing the same. And I'll tell you what, and again, I'm not a shill, and I know that we're going to, to, to hear that. I am not a shill. Um, for the uh, Republican Party, why would I be? 
That will be dumb on my part. But what I know, what I'm sure of, is that anybody on the other side is bad for America. Anybody. Anybody on the other side. who, Whatever floats to the top. Biden, Warren, Sanders, Buttigieg, um, Harris, Klobuchar, Yang, Booker, Gabbard, O'Rourke, who is who's a one percent one percenter who is out, Castro, Bennett, Williamson, Delaney, Bullock are all bad for America. Every single one of them. And if there's only on the other side Trump standing, then it's gonna be like it was before. Oh crap. Trump, let's do it. That's the deal. That is the deal. That is what we're talking about, isn't it? And maybe it'd be nice not to have to make those kind of choices. But we're adults living in an adult world. And those are the choices that we have to make. All right, we're going to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you by now. Oh, and if my feelings start to pressure you, it's all right. I will give you time. Good morning. It's the Morning Report with Willie Lawson and Paul Swanson, produced by Fight Back Media. Fightbackmedia.com. Starting your day the conservative way. I will give you time. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. 
Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.